0: Easter. Today our guest is Nick Vujicic. Nick is 22 years old and was born with no arms and no legs. Nick has been speaking at high schools, festivals and churches all over the world about his inspiring story of life without limits. Welcome Nick. Tell us what it was like for you growing up without arms and legs.
1: Sure. I was um, basically born this way and there's no medical reason why this had happened and obviously it was very difficult for me at school. Not like I had arms and legs, then lost it, then had to relearn everything, but it was just um, sort of trial and error. Sort of thing of how to um, become independent and do the daily things I do, um, especially at school, like how I write and type. I can now type 43 words a minute on a normal computer and all those sort of things. And um, I, I've had some difficult times in in my primary school years with bullying, but I, I'm just so thankful that uh, you know God gave me the strength to pull through and and uh, just to know that I'm special and that I have a hope and future in Him. I just saw on your
0: website before that your mum actually fought the education system to get you involved in in public schooling.
1: Yeah, well the government. Um, um, basically, had a law in that any sort of student who had a um, any degree of disability would have to go into a special school. And um, knowing that, you know, I am um, just like anybody else, just with a few parts missing. Um, my mum really pushed, uh, and my and my father as well, but really got me into um, a position where I basically they called me the trailblazer too. To um, blaze the the path,
0: yep. <laughs> to uh,
1: to burn the trail for everybody else to, yeah. to follow, you know, because Mum uh, knew that I would be, you know, it would affect me in, la- in life later on. I reckon I wouldn't probably use my life in its full potential mm. unless I was given the chance to, you know. Mm. So
0: one of the things I love about you, Nick, is that even though you're arms and legs never developed your spirit has developed one of the most um, joyous uh, people i have ever come across that's uh, obviously the lord shining out in you Mm. tell us about your faith journey when when did you give your heart to the lord how did it all start
1: well i'd have to start from um the times where i was feeling alone and depressed a little bit when i was eight years old i was sort of summing up my life and I, I, i couldn't do a lot of things for myself so i was always dependent on somebody to do daily things for me and i thought you know well If I'm just gonna be a burden to everybody else around me, and uh, if I'm not gonna do anything special with my life, then, you know, what's the point of me, you know, being here sort of thing. So, I was thinking of, uh, taking my life away. Um, between the ages of 8 and 12 a couple times. just thought, you know, I'm ne- not going to have a normal job. I'm not going to have a, a career or education like that or anything like that. Or I never thought that anyone's going to want to marry me and never thought I'd ever have a normal life. And all I really wanted was for somebody to come up to me and say that everything's going to be okay. And if anyone did come up to me and tell me those words, I would say, well, how would you know? you know? How would you know my position? And you don't have any clue what's going on in the future. But God changed my heart as I was, um, I think, about age of 13 where I started focusing on what I did have instead of focusing on what I didn't have. And I just came back from South Africa where um, we raised $20,000 for this village over there and just being thankful for, you know, what I have just went on a new level when I saw these people, you know, hardly clothes and don't have beds to sleep in or anything like that. But um it wasn't until I was 15 um, I read John chapter 9 um, and I gave my heart to God after reading that on that Sunday morning, um, because as I said, I wanted somebody to say that everything's going to be okay, and no one knew my pain except God, and I realized that, you know, God knows everything about you, I don't believe in bad luck, um, God knows Everyone's pain, everyone's tears and sorrow. And Romans eight twenty eight it says, "For we know that all things come together for the good of those who love Him." And in John chapter nine, Jesus was asked, "Why was that man born blind?" And Jesus said, "It was done so that the works of God may be revealed through him." And um, I I just see that. Jesus knew why that man was born blind and we can now see why. And now I can see why 22 years later. What's going on? I love my life. I don't pray for arms and legs anymore. This is too good, Bray. Too good. (laughs) I know
0: that you've certainly inspired lots of kids and people at churches and people at Mm. seminars. You know, wherever you speak, you always leave a powerful impact. You told me before you got some funny stories. You know? uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What's what's been happening?
1: (laughs) Well, everywhere I go, everybody looks at me, right? And um, I just came back from south africa and i love to swim and all that sort of thing and we went to a water theme park now i normally don't do water theme parks because uh, uh there's you know just water slides and i don't do water slides because i'm freaked out i'm gonna you know go off the side or something and uh anyway i found this tunnel slide and i thought that's it i'm gonna do my first water slide you know so i went down all by myself and it was quite fun okay. and uh, it was just so funny at the end though cause uh, you know, these people at the bottom of the, of the slide in the pool, they're just relaxing, just chilling out, you know, watching these kids come down the slide and here I come and they're like, oh, you know, like <laughs> everyone is looking at me. And I was so tempted then to look at myself and go, what happened? You know, <laughs> and freak him out or something like that. Um, so yeah, I've had some, had some funny times where, um, a lot of kids come up to me and say, What happened? And I'd go, Cigarettes. You know, the oh. freak
0: me out like that. And you're writing a book? Yes. Uh, no arms, no legs, no worries. That's Tell it. us about that.
1: Well, I, I love the title. Um, basically, it's going to be a, a biography about my life and, and how I pulled through the downtimes and just encouraging others, you know, who are going through some difficulty because everybody who's listening, everybody has pain. Everybody feels alone sometimes and broken hearted. And, uh, my passion is to just reach out in any way I can and just, just give hope to people, knowing that, hey, you know what, you might be hurting so bad, but you are still here, and there is victory in Jesus. Mate, that's very good news.
0: And what about Oprah? Have you been on Oprah yet?
1: (laughs) I haven't been on Oprah yet, (laughs) but uh, we're getting a DVD prepared for her, so she can know exactly what I do, not just uh, Christian talks, but just general motivational talks as well. Um, But I do officially have her home number now. I've made some contacts. And I have Oprah Winfrey's home number, so I can even, if I want this afternoon, to prank her. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, in good time. This will all happen in good time, yeah. Now, Nick, you've worked with Paul Coleman a few times. You got to know him pretty well? Paul Coleman, mate, he's he's a gun. I love him. He's a legend.
0: I've got a, a quote here that he's uh, put this quote on the back of your video. If the size of a man's capacity lies in his heart and spirit, then Nick Voyage is a giant of a man. He is tenacious, captivating, and enthralling. It is the spirit of Jesus of Nazareth that sustains him, and he shines like the brightest lighthouse. I'd travel a long way to hear him speak and would have him on my stage any time. I could not endorse another human being more highly. Pretty good job for Paul
1: Coleman, mate. It was in Japan to say that. I know, yeah. It was so funny. Um, I that, that quote was there a year before we released it. Yeah. And... Um, and he said, what, did I say that? Did I? <laughs> no, he's a really cool guy. We, we did a gig together with about 600 teenagers and just had a ball. Great. So, yeah, I'm very good friends with him.
0: You speak to kids in school about uh, bullying. Yeah. What strategies would you give advice to people to yeah. avoid bullying?
1: Well, a lot of kids know that when, you know, people tease you, you can tell a teacher, you can ignore them, you can walk away, pretend that it's just a joke and all these sort of things. And all these things I've, I've tried to do. What I found was uh, the secret of, of knowing what to do when uh, people tease you and it's this, it's to love yourself. We're not just hearing the lies of people when they tease us, you know, saying you're not good enough, saying you're too weird or, you know, you're never going to be anything. The little lies that scream at you day by day, you know, you should be a certain person. You should say these sort of things. You should, you know, everybody else is doing it. Why don't you do it? You know, all this peer pressure sort of stuff. And you go on TV and you see all these, you know, beautiful guys and beautiful girls and you think, well, you know, I'm not I'm not that good looking and all that sort of thing. And you believe the lies that, you know, you're not special just the way you are. And that's the thing that we all are extremely valuable and precious in God's eyes. You might have a million voices screaming at you, you're no good, you're never going to become anything, you're a failure, failure, failure. Maybe your parents have never told you how much they love you, um, and even if they did, you wouldn't be able to believe them, you know, sort of thing. And I just want to tell all listeners out there that I love you and God loves you just the way you are. You are valuable and you can do something special with your life just in God's time.
0: Mate, that's gold. Oh, nice. Very good. Okay, now, if there's someone listening that's thinking, this guy's got something I haven't got, Mm. uh, and they're interested in finding out more about God, what, what would you recommend?
1: A lot of people come up to me and say, you know, how come you're so happy? You know, I want what you have. I can be I can be a motivational speaker, you know, quote motivational speaker and tell you good values and attitudes towards life, and it's not what you dealt with, it's how you deal with it, and all that sort of thing. But really, man, when I'm honestly speaking right now, I'm telling you, it's Jesus. Jesus is the one who who has set me free. Um, and I thought, you know, the only way that I'm going to be set free from my burdens is if God gives me arms and legs. And uh I prayed for arms and legs. Um, did He give me arms and legs? No. Um, he had a special plan for me. He had a special reason why this had happened to me. And I just want you to know that there is a reason why you're going through your struggle today. There's a reason why he hasn't answered your prayer yet. And in God's time, you're going to be able to see the glory and you're going to be able to see why you're going through it. And what I've also realized is the more and more I think about myself, the more and more I get sad. Like, even though I'm so, such a positive person, God's given me such a, you know, awesome heart. When, when, you know, you sit down in your room and you start thinking about yourself, you start feeling a bit depressed. The challenge is to see anybody else, you know, who's, who maybe are hurting and someone who you can help. And, uh, that makes you feel better, mate. It's just to, to see that you can do something for others, you know, that makes you feel good and that's the ministry, you know. Um, God's giving you your friends and your family for a reason. He's there for you to just plant those seeds of love and, and God's gonna take care of the rest. So I want you to know that if you're worried for your family, if you're worried for your friends, um, I want you to hang in there.
0: Well, thanks to our guest today on History Makers, Nick Vujicic. If people want to know more and check out your DVD.
1: Um, if you want to get my DVD or video, uh, you can go to the website, lifewithoutlimbs.org. You can hear more of my story on that and, and read some more funny stories on the Internet there.
0: Well, Nick, mate, you've certainly inspired me. Every time I've heard you speak, every time I've been in touch with you, I just think, I want to be like that guy because <laughs> that guy's like Jesus. <laughs> Thank you very much for your encouragement. And uh, you. God bless you in your ministry. I'm sure the Lord's going to keep opening doors for you. Thanks
1: very much. Thank you. God bless you, mate.